Mark Wade is the publisher for Humanoids, and they, have new, and they have the history of science fiction. We spoke about it, and they have the history of science fiction. And this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore humanity. Here's Mark Wade. So the history of science fiction, yeah. boy, this seems like a monumental task. Uh, it how did you was- take time? It was, an, it was an enormous task. I mean, I was, what happened was this. I, I'm the publisher of Humanoids here in, in the States, but we also have our French office and they publish, you know, books for the European continent. Um, they had published a version of this book in France and I got the galleys, you know, and, and look at the, looked at the book. It, it was unintelligible to me. I don't read French, but I just could tell by looking at it. This is, this is something amazing. So we talked to the author. We got an okay to, you know, not only have it translated, but have it edited to get, you know, to give it a little more of an American slant, commission some new pages to address gender politics and some of the more recent, you know, things that we should be talking about in, in a book like this. Uh, but I knew from the moment I saw it, this was a home run. I, I just, it's 200 pages. Hard wow. It is, it has a, an index in the back that is five pages long, that is in a type that neither you nor I would be able to read. It's that small. Um, and it is, it's comprehensive. It's, it's not just movies. It's not just film. It's not just, you know, uh, literary work. It's, it's, it's everything across the, the whole gamut, everything from, you know, Homer and Mary Shelley to Rebecca Roanhorse and Ted Chang. I mean, and everything in between, we just cover everything. Wow. More with Mark Wade on Humanoids, the History of Science Fiction in a moment. Well, what's also cool about this is that you have really a a great author, historian, Xavier Dolo, and an illustrator, Debril Morissette Fan, who's worked on Wolverine, X-Men, and and Star-Lord. So those are two very talented people right there. Yeah, unquestionably, yes. So, so how did they, boy, the, the, the thing I would grapple with is the choices to make, because you, you got to leave some things out. You gotta, I, I was just yelled at by somebody because we left Blake 7 out. So, yeah, you, there's, <laughs> you know, with 200 pages, you've got you to gotta choose your, your babies. But I honestly think that I can, I can make a case for every single choice made. I, I really can. And I, and I, I do think... It's not just the obvious suspects, too. I mean, I think we we do a, a nice job of like pulling back the curtain on some of the lesser known but equally as important science fiction authors, especially the female ones of the of the golden age of science fiction. Um, and the good news is, I mean, there were so many choices, but it's such a dense book, as you saw. And even yeah, the, even the parts that are you know, here's the history of this or whatever. Every, every few pages, there's another sidebar that says, you know, if you're interested in this, here's six other things you might take a look at. And, you know, so, if, you know, there's so many ways that you can take this book and branch off into so many different directions if you, if you were so inclined. Oh, that's fantastic. I, that is really a great idea to do that because it, it just doesn't feed your hunger it only increases it to it only increases exactly we, this is really you you eat you know you think you're coming in for dinner and you realize you've just actually had an appetizer yeah 
Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any favorites of yours that made it in there? I'm sure probably more than one. There's a, yeah, there are a few. I mean, I, I am pleased that, uh, I'm pleased that Richard Matheson got some love. I am oh, ple- yeah. I'm pleased that my, my first science fiction love, Harlan Ellison, mm. was, was, got some play in this. Not as much as I would have liked, but look, you know, we all have to make our choices. Um, and that was great. I, I, Harlan has been, was a favorite of mine for ever since I was a, a teenage kid. I think that's, that's when most people who are passionate about Harlan, that's when they find him, is when yes. they're teenage. Because when you're a kid, you're angry and you don't know where to do with that anger. And you, you have wanted to say all these things and you don't know how to say them. And here's Harlan, the original angry young man yes, he for you. And I think that's the, that's the bond that I found with him. I think that and when I talk to people who are into Harlan, I always ask them and they always say the same thing. Yeah, I was a teenager. So, yeah. Boy, but, those are hard shoes to fill. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. There's, but I mean, there's so many delightful moments in this. There's, it's not just illustrated text. It is also imagined conversations between, you know, H.G. Wells and Judith Merrill and Michael Moorcock and, you know, just walking around having conversations about context, about not just here's a dry recitation of facts, but let's look at, the, let's look at this particular subject through the lens of gender politics. Let's look through this lens through the lens of, of you know, actual, you know, politics and war. Um, and, and so those I find are really delightful because it's a new way of approaching that history is being able to see it through the eyes of the authors themselves. Wow. How long did this project take? I would think years to get something like this done. It took a couple of years. I mean, it, it took quite a while. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, Xavier was, was diligent, you know, Gibral is much faster than he has any right to be. But still, it was, you know, it was a good couple of years. And that was just the, the French edition. This, this edition, even, even, you know, even though it was mostly done, there were still so many, you know, like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of man hours put into it because it's not just the translation. It's all the references, all the sidebars. You know, if you like this, you might like this. Well, I'm not going to refer you to some obscure French science fiction movie that you'll never be able to see. I, you need to you know, plug something in here and make some choices there. So it was a Herculean undertaking. And I, somebody asked me the other day, would I be, would I be interested in doing a similar thing for the history of comic books? And I'm like, I just, I don't have that much time before I die. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't kidding. That's that's another monumental task. Yeah. So being that it's so voluminous, the history, is there room for a second volume? I don't know that there is. I don't, I don't think there is. I think we've, no, I think there's room for say more concentrated expansions. I think there's, there's room for here's the history of the golden age of science fiction in in greater detail. Um, You know, here's the history of cyberpunk in greater detail, but all of that is, you know, it's, it's, this is the, this is your survey course. Mm -hmm. It's going to be available as a coffee table book or It definitely can go on your shelf. Or wherever you want to put it, yeah. For people like me that still like that tactile experience of, uh, yeah. of having a book. And, uh, and it'll be in time for the holidays, which is even better for comic fans. Yeah. I have a few in my family that I might, uh, you know, send it their way. Um, 
Is there going to be a digital version available? Yes, there, there will be a digital version for those who, like me, frankly, find it much easier to lug it around my iPad than I do lug the hard copy around. I, I, I enjoy, like you, I enjoy the tactile. I enjoy having the book. But nothing makes me more happy than the notion that I can get on an airplane with 10,000 comic books on my yeah. Know, so, so there will be yeah. digital versions, but and it's all available November 23rd. Look for the history of science fiction from humanoids wherever you get your books. And Sci-Fi Talk Plus is offering a free lifetime subscription, free without any obligation. Click on the link. Click on the link in the show notes. For Byte, this is Tony Tolado.